Yeah, press that record button, baby. Let's have it right. You just want to mug me off? If you push play, you don't make my usual here. What I want to know is, what makes you think you can come in here and mug me off in front of my pals? It's all driving to get my cocks up. One, two, three. I'll eat your ass. Bit of a mug off, bit of a mug off. This is the mug off, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Hey, this is a nice room. It is a beautiful yeah. studio. Who uh, who pays the rent? Uh, Batuta, I believe. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Little publication. <laughs> We're in, by the way. This is this is. Oh, yeah. We oh, can yeah. we can cut out whatever you want, mate. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah, this some pretty gnarly well, stuff. I'm floating towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cut out that stuff about your bank card details at the top. Keep but. it in. Keep it in. I'm a man of the people. <laughs> Welcome I'm doing back a, to I'm, the mug I'm doing okay. I want the listeners to do well also. <laughs> do yourself a pizza. You better believe I'll be listening back. <laughs> <laughs> Menu log's about to spike on your, your income, Stephen. Yeah. Hey. Welcome back to the Mug Off. This is a very special episode. We've been uh, circling our next guest for quite some time, mm. but we finally got him in the room. We are Sans Jerry at the moment. As requested. As re- <laughs> <laughs> that was Father Ryder. <laughs> we are Sans Jerry. He is at, uh, he's in Melbourne. He is at friend of the show, Kate Johnson's wedding at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I believe she got my address wrong, so I didn't get, a, I didn't get an invite for that. Neither did you. Neither did you. I, went, I went for lunch with this couple who oh. were going to get married, and they were talking about the wedding, and I was sort of leaning <laughs> forward. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you're getting married. You're telling me. We're having lunch. <laughs> Our guest okay. this week It's is- coming. <laughs> it's gonna- Guy Montgomery, thank you so oh, much for coming in. Thank you so much. It's a great relief to me because it means that um, all of the sort of, you know, the sliding doors moments and all of the – Horrible correspondence we've had on Instagram. We've DMs nearly now. gotten you so many times. I can park it. I don't <laughs> yeah. need to worry about all of this yeah. fucking. Almost. Are we all keeping you up at night? Surely not. No, you no. can take me off mute now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have to worry about scene. I, no, I sleep easy. I sleep easy all the time. But you know, it's um, you know when you you message someone on social media or whatever, and you're like, oh, I want to. You want to say something? Or you want to see them or whatever? And then you look at your last messages from like yep. six months ago. It's like, yeah, I'll get back to you. <laughs> So, I mean, yep. technically I am, but also you feel badly. Also, I never take that as yeah. to be offensive. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, you, you've probably got your own shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you almost definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't we all? Yeah, I've just been sitting there just with that conversation open, just waiting for you to get back to me. <laughs> yeah, like that's a, it. Well, that's the picture I have. Another day ticks by where... Where guy was too busy. We all, well, we all think we're, um, whereas you know, it's the thing that stops you from dancing when you're a teenager. Yeah, almost because everyone's there to watch you dance. Almost mm. no one is ever thinking about you. No, and I Never. take I take great solace in that. I've, I like, I've realised that. You and know, it's like just do whatever you want. Have you guys done hallucinogens before? I don't like them. I've, yes. got, I've suppressed too many things. You know. You 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 know you take them and you move towards the fear. It'll solve. It'll solve. I mean, it does actually give some people like genuine schizophrenia. You know, that's like, what I'm worried yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't think you're going to fall into that category. Like you smoke weed all the time. 
Yeah, but so like, do, I'll just stick with that. I don't need it. There are some beautiful moments mm. in the rapture of the high where you're like, you really, you really feel your insignificance. And I think it can go two ways, but I find that to be very empowering. I well, think if no one cares, that's the, that's the greatest gift you can have. <laughs> I've already come to these conclusions without doing mushrooms well, in a graveyard, I know, you know? <laughs> You'll be less articulate in how you talk about them if you just come and get on these goddamn <laughs> mushrooms in that <laughs> graveyard. <laughs> I don't know how much more we can sell to you. You gotta get on them. I'm fine. I don't need it. Ever. You could probably cure cancer. Like that's what's stopping us. Yeah, you're, so hold, you're holding yourself. If you come, if the- I would be able to cure cancer, if big cancer would also unmute me. <laughs> you keep messaging potential like negotiations. Yeah. Solve. Have we tried asking it to fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> hey, cancer, quit it. I, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. I'll co-sign that. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, it's worth it. It's worth there's, a, there's, shot. A, there's an instance of something that really mugs me off. Uh, terminal cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah. yeah. Boy, I'd like to give it one. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen this? You heard about this? Yeah, huh? I'm going to give this thing a knuckle sandwich. No bread. <laughs> oh, dear. That's a punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to jazz hey, it hey, up. I don't mind joking around, but I don't get too rough. That's a bit rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys don't mind if I work violent, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I work Red, blood red. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, guy? How are you like in Sydney? Um, I've been loving these posts about how excited you were to come here. Yeah, the Harbour City. Yeah, I do. I genuinely, I have a, a, an earnest and an unyielding love of Sydney. Um, and I haven't been for, you know, years because uh, we couldn't travel. Uh, and it's good. Like, I haven't been doing much. I just walk around. and um, It's a great city to walk around. It's yeah, dog yeah. shit day to day. Today yeah, was not yeah, a good yeah. day. And you know, if you watch the news, it looks like you guys love a, you love the wet. You're always in the wet oh, these no. days. <laughs> it's been just torrential this year. Yeah, it's yeah. been really rough. But the the last sort of couple of weeks have been so beautiful. If you want a little glimpse into the insecurity of New Zealand, I remember when I was you know, I maybe was ten or eleven and we were travelling to Sydney maybe for a family holiday or something. And on the um Aeroplane on Air New Zealand, it was like, while Sydney has a reputation for being sunny, it actually has more rainfall than Wellington on the average year or something. And I'm like, where are you fucking pulling this stuff? It stayed with me. And like, I remember taking pride because I was like, that's right, Sydney, you're, you're famous for your beaches, but guess what? It's wet. And I, why is a national carrier like broadcasting this anti Sydney propaganda en route? Yeah. But yeah, it's like you're you're getting out of a place that you wanna yeah you wanna leave for a little bit, but also you'll be happy to come home. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what have we done? Sydney as a town, like what have we done? Like you and Melbourne have a real fuck. You, you, you I think it would be statistically because you know when it rains here, it's like it's constant for like yeah, two weeks. Sure, I imagine in Wellington it's probably quite similar to Melbourne in that it rains. A little bit all the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. They've got a na- they've got a horrible nasty climate. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah. I mean, it's good. I've been doing uh, comedy <laughs> with varying results. Usually pretty good. I've been doing. You'd these be shows. killing it here. I, right? I've, from what I've heard, pretty successful run. Uh, I saw it in Melbourne. I loved it. Oh, thank you. No, I did. A, I'm doing these shows that they're live streaming on TikTok now, and I don't yep. I don't engage with that. But um, when I I just came off stage and a guy. How was, was it? I mean, I thought I went fine, but then a guy was like, man, I was reading the comments. Like, you know, the comments for, are- for everyone, they were reading the comments, but they came up to me as soon as I got off stage, like, man, I was reading the comments on TikTok during the gig. They are so hateful. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't fucking need this. Yeah. <laughs> also, I 
think it's very funny because those people are just spinning their wheels in a comment section. It's like you watched it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like so if you good. have the balls to stand by that opinion in person and potentially cop it back, yeah, but, I'll cop it. Yeah, but if yeah. you're just saying it on a TikTok feed... I don't give a I, fuck. Well, I just don't. I don't care. I'm, I'm performing to the people in the room. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I just thought it was funny, and I also because I, I heard that was happening. I'm on a text thread with friend of the podcast, Tom Cashman, <laughs> and he was talking about when he did it, and uh, I can't remember. He was either watching someone on stage, and there were a lot of um, the Rath, Dan Rath was on the yep. gig as well, and they were like, oh, they would have lit him up. They were getting, they were getting lit up, like all the people who were on stage and. Tom was watching and Rath was looking over his shoulder and, you know, he doesn't fucking know about any of this stuff. And he's like, what? what's this? And he's like, it's the comments. And he's like, oh, yeah. Are the skulls good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dan, they're good. <laughs> Famously, a skull has always indicated something good. <laughs> it died from laughter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... No, I'm I'm loving it. I'm um I've been running around. I went for a run tonight. I got lost. I was just running down streets to look interesting, and then I I got or two turn. I don't run with my phone, and I got two turned around, and like I ran as um it was getting dark. Yeah. And then I was like in the you know I was in the middle of vaguely familiar streets, but um yep. I don't know any. Which of them. suburb were you running around in? I I'm staying in Chippendale, and I was, oh, cool, I was running down to like I was running approximately towards Mrs. Macquarie's chair. You know, yep, yep. that broad loves to sit. And uh, <laughs> the hell of a chair, yeah, though. yeah. She knows how to do it. And uh, but I, you know, I I I had a set route, but I was like fucking going down streets that look like they had nice houses to look at the houses and shit. And then I'm just taking random left turns, and all of a sudden I was just like I was in a spin. <laughs> I was in the middle of Chinatown, which I've been to, but I had no orientation yeah, to how yeah. to get back, and so I was like. Trying to ask anyone, but just some sweaty guy in the middle of Chinatown being like, do you know where I am? And everyone's waving me off until some really friendly German woman was like, oh, you ha-. she had her maps out and she was like, you have to go. Is that why you posted a photo next to that Spice Alley sign? No, I'm, you sta- were just I'm, lost? I'm staying next to Spice Alley. Oh, right, I had nice. lunch at Spice Alley. I love it. Because when I saw that, I planned on having a big day today. I was going to go and vote early. I was gonna, oh, it, yeah, you guys are having an election. Yeah, but when this episode mm. comes out, I, fingers crossed we have a new prime minister. Yeah, ScoMo 2.0, the great. Yeah, <laughs> I think he can bring it back around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sequels I w- are pretty I mean, like, it w- I yeah. would not be surprised, but this is not a political podcast. This is a weather oh, yeah. podcast. So when I woke up this morning and it was raining quite heavily, I just, I, I mean, I just smoked some weed and didn't. Didn't it's, leave my house until I had to. It's so good. I've been um I've been smoking weed since I got here, and you know this is a pure holiday for me, really. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I've got two shows, but I haven't started. I'm just doing spots, and I, <laughs> I've got like a whole life back home, and I love it. But it's so nice to just be in a hotel yeah. for a week. Yeah, just, like and I was I watched um Twilight. New Moon with like ferocious intensity. The is other that the night. second one? The second one, yeah. It's yeah, like right. the most, like I, aesthetically, it was one of the most hideous movies I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> all of it was like <laughs> off by about two percentage points, and it was so engrossing. It was crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. What was so engaging? I uh, just like it. Just feels like it was it's of a of a different era, which yep. it obviously is, sure. and it was a it was a, a fad or it was a popular series that I missed out on, and yep. so I'd sort of 
circled it and was conceptually aware but never engaged with yeah. it. Oh, so you weren't re-watching it. You are watching I was it just for like, the first time. You know, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the channels are, are not good at the hotels. So it's on like seven <laughs> flicks or so. You know, like yeah, I've got yeah. no control over what I'm watching. <laughs> I like that though. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I watched some fucking American fix up in 1969 <laughs> Hot Rod this morning. You know, I, I'm watching awesome. shit I didn't even know they were making. <laughs> but you're in holidays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that includes the fucking TV too, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, and so anyway. I'm wearing a, sunscreen <laughs> and I'm watching <laughs> Yeah. I watch it hot rod movies. Yeah, but I was just, I just thought all the performances were bad. The graphics were really bad. Like the special effects yeah. were like, his, you know, like they made Toy Story in 1995 and this movie is like 20 <laughs> years later and it was like the ugliest special effects I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Alex Mack graphics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like all the performances were really overwrought and the way it was shot, it looked like a Hallmark movie, but this was like a big, you know, yeah. It was just it was it was a really unique set of circumstances, and also you know I can't emphasize enough. I was perfectly cooked. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah, yeah, helps too. Man, you don't. But you know I was watching. I was like, I'll fall asleep to this, and then like it's one thirty, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go for the werewolf or the vampire. <laughs> just hope that Seven May plays the but, third one yeah, straight yeah. after. I was telling a friend about, it and they said you got to watch the third one because uh, Bella, the main character, has sex with uh, Edward the vampire, and mm. um, apparently it's crazy because it's her first time, and he's he's. It's a real ferocious years scene. old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so he's seen all sorts of fucking. Yeah, yeah. Like every, apparently, apparently he fucks the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Yes, our oh, pats. <laughs> I, uh, I remember when that movie came out and I was working as a butcher and my apprentice said to me at the time, he was like, man, you got to take your girlfriend to this movie. She's going to love it because there's like some, you know, fucking romance bullshit in there. But you're going to love it. Because it's one for the fellas as well. <laughs> it's like vampires and stuff. And I went and watched it. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, this sounds easy. like you're both going to have a great time. So we went to the movies and watched it. And I was furious at him. Just, when I came back to work, I was like, what the fuck about that was for the fellas? To- was it a stitch up or was he just like, oh, I, I just didn't. No, I think he just. That's you got to recalibrate what- our tastes. Yeah, yeah that's but- what he thought. I never took anything he ever said. Seriously, that, again, after yeah. that. That's a surprise to me because I use Letterboxd and I only follow butchers. <laughs> <laughs> and they got some I mean, great he, tips. He is a real estate agent now. <laughs> All of them just appear to watch that Nicolas Cage movie, Pig. He's a, he's a Incredible real... fuck. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. It's sick. Yeah, at the start, you think it's just going to be another pig napping movie. But <laughs> yeah. It's so much more. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, this is like Mandy. Or it's like, oh, it's oh, this, this old fucking it's, charade. Yeah, it's yeah. Mandy with a swine. Okay, I dig this. Like, I can get in. And there's then... a speech that Nicolas Cage delivers in the middle of the movie when he's at like he's he used to be a top end chef yeah. and he's visiting one of the the sous chefs who worked underneath him who's now got a very successful restaurant. Yep. And he gives like the most it's the most universally applicable and like pure speech about artistic expression. Isn't it like authenticity as and well? It's, like, like, it's about the value of what you're creating and stuff. And yep. it, it was it was really caught me off guard because I had no idea what I was watching. It was fucking awesome. It's the sickest movie. Yeah. It goes like, it's like seven different movies before it finishes. And it's 90, and like anything with that 90 minute runtime, I move towards. I love it so that's much. That's exactly how I, that should be a category on Netflix. I So there's a great website in New Zealand called flicks.co.nz, which is like, they have, they you know, when I want to go to the movies, they curate all the yeah. cinemas and all the movies and stuff. And then they've got like best streaming stuff. And I wrote them a message. I was like, you guys need to do a list. Top 25 under 90 minute movies on Netflix. <laughs> and they did. And I'm just powering through it. Oh, it's man. so good. It's like best in shows got to be in there. Yeah, yeah. What's the best one you've seen yeah, off the list? Uh, I can't remember. 
Honestly, I genuinely can't. I That's could go, fine. I could look on my phone, but but um, you're having a blast, though, guy. Like. I'm having a blast. <laughs> I I don't I don't watch a lot of movie. I do this fucking movie podcast, and um, yeah, give that a shout yeah. out. No, no, no. <laughs> I, it, it's called the worst idea of all time. But we watch the same movie over and over again, and people assume that I know movie. You know, like because yeah, yeah. you do a movie podcast, they assume you know. But I I haven't seen any Star Wars. Yeah. None of the Neither have I. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not. Right. I'm missing like all these classics because I'm just watching the same <laughs> shit over and over again. And it's so, right there in the top. Yeah, yeah. And so last year I was like, well, I'm going to see 52 new movies. So I'm going to watch a movie a week. That yeah. felt like a good amount. And I did yeah. it and I logged it and I found it so, so rewarding. And then this year I was like, I'll do 104, two movies a week. And so I'm just, I'm just chomping up. Yeah. I'm chomping up yeah. movies. Fucking That's, Twilight, chuck it on, get on the plate, let's try that. That is exactly a scheme you come up with during lockdown. Yeah, but you know, like... I, I'm definitely going to have I'm three a, hours a week yeah, to watch yeah. movies. I've got so many hours in the day. <laughs> I, and I, I I get very um, particular... I get motivated by numbers or like... Yeah. I, it's a way I can Targets. quantify... Yeah, when I started doing stand-up, I started in uh, Canada, in Toronto... And I would do 10 open mics a week. And that was like the number I said. I was like, that's how many I have to do. That's it's a all, lot it's when always, you start. It's a, it was a shitload. Yeah. But, and, you know, like I could never do it now. But, like, I just got obsessed with the data. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't, sure. I couldn't even gauge if I was improving. But I was just like, if I'm doing this much, yeah. I've got to be. I mean, yeah. it helps that you're a funny guy too. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> I think that helped. Yeah. yeah, it was a combination of hard work <laughs> yeah. and natural so, ability. There's a lot of people doing comedy now that have been like, yeah, I'm doing what Guy did. It's just, it's not, it's like, yeah, I know. I know, man. Yeah, bombing 10 <laughs> times a week is yeah, insane. It's a little different. I mean, you're getting a few of those that way. You know, you're getting. Few of those are yeah, going pretty well. Yeah. Fuck yeah, there's some of my favorite people. You know, you see them like there was this guy in New Zealand who used to do it for just years and years, and he'd just do the same material every show. You know, five years. He started producing his own gigs, putting himself up. And every time I'd see him, he'd do the same set and he'd come off stage and he'd be like, Yeah, a bit tough. He's trying some new. And I'm like, mate, who's this live for? This is like seven years in. You've got fucking five minutes of what aren't quite jokes. You know, and then I follow these guys. I get obsessed with oh, these guys on Facebook. It's just like the first thing I, like, you know, it's in my morning. It's yeah. factored in. I go on Facebook and I hit like five different people and I'm like, I'm checking up. Because <laughs> a lot of them, they're the most active Facebook users because they've got yeah. fuck all else going on. Yeah. They don't get anywhere. Yeah, if they use any of that writing ability on comedy. I know, yeah, yeah. I just like, yeah, they're writing fresh status updates. I'm like, well, why didn't you try and take this approach to jokes? <laughs> Talk to anyone funny. <laughs> I mean, there's this there's this initiative in New Zealand called Comedy Lab where it was like um it was a show it was in the lead up to festival it was a show and people would um you'd be you'd do 15 minutes or whatever and then uh, you could do audience feedback so like the hot, oh you the, don't, you often don't want that yeah, they they know the audience knows so the MC comes up and they run like a Q and A where you ask the audience you've got a list of questions yep. you want to know about your material or whatever and you ask it and you have this. So it's it's conceptually interesting. It almost worked. It didn't quite work. But this guy I'm talking about did it, and uh, he did the whole did the whole set. And then afterwards, he was like on stage, and he was like just asking for. He was just like, so how could I make this joke funnier? You know, like, <laughs> he's asking for tips. He's, he's literally just asking for like new adjectives or like a whole punchlines. 
And I was like, I admire it, you know, like, and it displayed this level of understanding of what wasn't working. That I'm like, mate, this is taking fight, you know, like, it's, anyway, this it shit is crazy fascinates to, me. It is crazy to think about watching that and thinking like these people are my peers. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, and the, like are. listening to what the audience say, like, hopefully. I can apply yeah. that to me and they're just being like, be funnier. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's a crazy, <laughs> it's a crazy thing to do. It's a, it's, it's cool though. I like it. It is unhinged and I love mm. it. I want to do nothing. Yeah, else. man. I saw your show in Melbourne. I thought it was so funny. You had my favorite bit of the festival. You, you did say that. And uh, Lane kept saying, I, I'm going to come. And what, and, and he never, never heard the yeah. bit. Really? Lane? He never heard the bit. Lane Pilkin, that guy, he, he makes an impression fast, though. That guy. I, I thought he was awesome. He's yeah. a legend. I mean, in, in this room, it's like, man, I, I was waiting for him to call me to be like, dude, I thought you were going to stay on my couch. Like, yeah, we had, yeah. We yeah. had a whole week planned of you and he's, ama- he's amazing. <laughs> he's got this sort of unrelenting, charismatic energy where he just, like, you know, he's just. It's impressive stuff. 15 minutes after meeting him, I was, I was like, man, I put you up on my couch for like six months. Yeah, like, yeah. No, some no, be, no questions Some asked. people can do that. It's, yeah. It's nuts. I remember we were chatting to him and you and I loved him. Every five minutes, he was like, guy, who's the go to New Zealand comedy? Like, he's just always trying to figure <laughs> it out. Like, Brendan Lovegrove, you reckon? Yeah, it's got to be Brendan. Like, but then he'd be like, guy, tell these guys who's the go to of New Zealand comedy. <laughs> so, man, I was like, this guy fucking rocks. <laughs> Is he still in town? I'd love to get him on. I think he went back, right? I got no idea. We'll fly him over here. He's always sticking around. <laughs> we got to stop saying that, that we're going to be flying people. What do you mean? We're we're fucking. We're We've jet- made a lot of promises. I think there's people like this is probably why Jetstar's falling apart. There's just guys rocking mm. up being like, "Nah, the Mugoff said that." No, no one's. <laughs> well, come at me, and then we'll you know. I I um. We'll, this is great fun. Yeah, I, I was listening to the Aaron Chin episode. I never listened to an episode before. You know how it is, and I'm on the way, so I'm listening to an episode yep. in the in the cab and listening to the Aaron Chin episode. You boys were on a heater. I was oh like, yeah, yeah, that was a. That I was, was a like, one. there was too many riffs. I was like, I can't <laughs> fucking follow this. Yeah, there might have been a couple of Dexies getting around. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was on a Dexie. I just got a haircut. Yeah, I will. I, so I've just taken half of a Dexie for the first time in my life. Mm. I would have recommended taking the whole one, but. You know, I always take half or something. I, I'm it. a big, um, I take less. I, I like to take it's, yeah, it's an old Cat Williams joke. He says, It's easy to get high, it is not easy to get unhigh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that is just very like, true. I think about it every time I'm near drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, It's better to have less. I do, uh, you the, can always take more. The That's first true. time you do something, I always take a little bit of it. Yeah, because yeah. it's terrifying to do something for the for, but they give this stuff to kids, you know, yeah, and then they do homework. Yeah, yeah, well, some of them do. And the ones that are misdiagnosed yeah. <laughs> I read this, at the time of their lives. <laughs> I read this great... They're finishing every video game. <laughs> I read this great tweet the other day and someone was talking about Adderall on, mm. a, I think it was like a post from Reddit or something like that. And someone was saying like, uh, I think I've become boring since I've started taking Adderall. And then someone commented underneath it and said that as a kid, they put me on Adderall. My grades got better. My behavior got better. And my dad got mad because he said I started acting like a businessman. So, <laughs> so he took me off it. <laughs> That's boss baby. That's <laughs> boss baby. I haven't stopped thinking about it. Just like this guy whose kid is trying to pull him up on his behavior. And he's like, what are you, my fucking boss? Dude? Fucking yeah. Michael J. Fox. In yeah. 
What do you tell me to not come home fucking trashed? Demand dinner? What are you, a fucking businessman, dude? <laughs> and it's just because this kid doesn't have ADD anymore? Yeah, look, Doug, we're going to get him off the pills. He came home and, and gave the whole Glengarry Glen Ross speech yeah, yeah. before dinner. That poor kid just had a glimpse of like what an incredible life was in front of them. And the dad didn't like it, rubbed him up the wrong way, just take it away. Yeah. What do you think you're better than me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be a forklift driver like your old man. <laughs> is that rain? That is coming down heavy, Fuck. dude. Is that rain? That I think noise? so, yeah. yeah. That's in the cans. That's yeah. powerful. That is coming yeah. down heavy. Look, we are uh, a good 20 minutes into this uh, into this episode, so it's probably a good time to ask Guy Have you ever been mugged off? Mm. Do you know, I, uh, I can't remember. I was speaking to someone yesterday. I was saying I was going to do the podcast, and I was saying, What is it to be, you know, like to be mugged yeah. off? And, um, I think I I have, but also I uh, you don't hold on to it. Like, I, you're I, a healthy person. Mm. I uh, I I genuinely yeah. I try. To, I have. I hold no ill will towards anyone. Really. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But the other thing you can do is talk about times you've mugged other people off. A thing I like that you do quite often is that you um you're quite persistent in nagging that that show. In New Zealand, the projects NZ, yeah, yeah <laughs> to yeah, say that yeah. you should get on. I and I should like. Don't I'd you be, get on though? The, no, they don't put me on. Don't they put you on the Australian one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, come on, I'm I mean, doing the Aussie one. It doesn't. It do, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's just like New Zealand's a funny place where it's like it's right on the level where it's like. I, I know everyone who's on the show. Yeah. I know the producer. Like, <laughs> I don't actually want to go on it. I just like to go on Twitter and be like, I'd be fucking awesome on this show. Like, I, th- I personally, I would say it could go either way, but I think that's a bit of a mug off. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. it's very funny think, to just be a pest like yeah, that. Yeah, I do, I do like to be a... Um, a bit of a pest on on Twitter and whatnot. It's very I, funny. I like to be really boring um, a lot of the time, and then some of the time I'll get like if I get the bit between my teeth. Remember one year the Herald Sun wouldn't review my show, and I just tweet at the Herald Sun every day. I was like, "You fucking cowards, come review my show." And then even now, I mean, they're not even the sponsor of the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and I still tweet at the Herald Sun. I'm like, <laughs> they don't even put it, the words in their newspaper. They have to pretend it's not happening. They're so upset they lost the rights or whatever. And I'm still like, review my fucking show, you yeah, big coward. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, big mistake. I just got five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From your competitors <laughs> who did have the balls to come. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't actually. They didn't have the courage. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Tweet. I, uh, Facts. I'm trying to, I am trying to think of stuff that mugs me off. I mean, I... I yeah, sincerely, I, uh, I, don't, I don't think it sticks... I'm you lucky. are a real water off a duck's back kind of guy. I've had, a, yeah. I've had a good life, and <laughs> that's I've, great. And I've had enough perspective inside of it now to be um, to be self aware about it and grateful for it. And so, I'm just like, well, you know what? Like everything's pretty good. <laughs> I know where I'm going to go to sleep. I know I'm going to eat food when I wake up. Yeah, and like I'm, that's awesome. I'm in love. Oh, like, it's all good. Yeah. And I've got, like, you know, my career's not perfect, but I get to fucking get paid to be funny. Like, I literally... It's so good. I got yeah. good... F- and also, I actually... There's a, a thing I was, I was, I've been thinking about um, recently, which is I, I feel like there's an unusual amount of control, I think, in... You know, if you work an office job, you're around a lot... You're exposed to a lot of people against your will. Not like expressly, but you've got yeah. no control over the people you're around, your sure. colleagues, your yeah. peers. Yeah. I think about like, this all the time. In comedy, you know, and in a various different creative industries, you 
it's such a carefully curated life you wind up with. Like you're always going to spend some time with people you don't know or necessarily yep. get along with. But broadly speaking, I'm not going like I'm not confronting a person I don't like every single day. It's just not a feature of my life. Yeah. Like I you know, I get to choose who I hang out with. That's awesome. And that's a crazy like that's a crazy thing to have in life. No one gets that. Like everyone <laughs> that goes to a- everyone goes to work and there's someone they fucking hate. Oh yeah. And it's like when I was the last time you hated someone at work? I uh, I mean, and I And you can't say Tim. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that guy. Yeah, I know. But we pocket, well, yeah. I'm trying to create a mug off here. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I'm trying to think back to my jobs. My first job, I was packing boxes in a, f- in a factory. And then I was doing uh, supermarket promotions, like promoting cheese and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like uh, in store. I was working in cafes. I mean, it was all, f- you know, it was all fucking fun. I didn't get it. I never got a job. I always just was treading water and like working yeah. like hospitality and then promotions and trying to. Um, yeah. Trying to, I was trying to have as many, uh, as much control over my daytime hours so I could fit them around my friends at university so that like when they were home to play FIFA, I too would be home to play FIFA, you know? Man, and I like, love this. And I, didn't, of, I had no responsibility. I didn't have to worry about it. It's like I'm fucking carrying a plate of food from a, the past to a person's table. It's like manufacturing it's, your whole life to be fun is so awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had to do the out. opposite of that with an Indian mother. It was like, dude, mm. you can't have fun. You have yeah. to be yeah. serious and it, set your life well, up. Well, now your kids can have fun, though. You know? I would. I'm a genetic cul-de-sac, dude. There's, no, so? there's no one coming out of here. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no. There yeah. is absolutely no one coming out of here. Yeah. Have you said that before? Genetic cul-de-sac. I think that's just a term I've heard around. That's a funny mm. term. That's not my term. That's something. Yeah, I've heard. yeah, but it's near enough. I heard you say it. It's your term to me. <laughs> and if anyone says otherwise, I'll claiming. fucking punch him in the mouth. <laughs> oh, that's a I Karen Duggan. Be, yeah. <laughs> I can't I got, be claiming. I got that. um. I got punched in the face once. I was. Um, Jeez, who would punch you? I know um, <laughs> a robber. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> okay. <laughs> I was walking. Please tell me he was in like the the fucking the stripes yeah, French carrying guy. a yeah, money sack. Yeah. He was French. <laughs> <laughs> I went oh, to the wrong bat- bank at the wrong time. He <laughs> got bashed by a mime. <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah. It's a, but I made a noise, and then he got more upset and started fucking kicking me. Jesus. No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> no, I was I was coming home from a night out in Auckland City on a, walking up Queen Street and wanted to get some weed and um, nice. was asking, you know, like sort of only appropriate candidates who I thought maybe yep. this person will know or they may have some weed. It's Do a quick it's vetting. always suboptimal to like, be trying to score weed on the way home. Yep. You know, like yeah. you're, you're losing. And you're doing the Terminator. If you smoke enough <laughs> weed, you can kind of spot like, yeah, yeah that yeah. guy's But it's, it very rarely pays off and mm-hmm. it's not like you're just better to go to bed. If you're yeah. in a situation where you, you know, like anyway, walking up the street, and then I asked a guy on the street corner, he's like, yeah, man, I've got a, in New Zealand they call it a tinny, which is yeah. like a... Yeah, that's the same here. Wrapped in tinfoil, $20. There's no like rhyme or reason to the weight or the value. It's just yeah. like, this is it, this costs $20. And so I give him $20 and he gives me like a, it's a, the smallest piece of tinfoil I've ever seen. And inside of it, there's like, you know, there's like the one piece of weed that might fall out of a joint you're yeah. rolling on yeah. the You table. got ripped off. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and I was like, hey, man, um... Come on. I think this is a bad deal. I think I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to swap. I'd like to I give you this foil back and you give me the money back. And yeah. he was like, oh, no. No, I, no you've, I sold you the weed. That's your weed. And I was yeah. like, oh, 
There's no <laughs> ombudsman for yeah, when. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, <laughs> which is ironic. <laughs> it's a perfect title for <laughs> some um, like ombudsman. Um, ombudsman, yeah, um, yeah. um, I yeah. have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy, does this look like a titty to you? Weigh that. Weigh that. Super stone guy to top hat and tails. <laughs> weigh that in the foil and tell me if it's yeah. on weight. Yeah. <laughs> but so I was like, uh, Anyway, I sort of I tried twice, and then he said no. And so I was like, oh, that's you know, fair enough. You saw me coming. I'm <laughs> some fucking idiot." And uh, I was like, "Okay with it." But my friend who I was with, she was like, "Hey, nah, man, that's not cool. You ripped him off. You should trade it back." <laughs> no. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, we can leave it. It's just okay." <laughs> and then they were like, "No, no, no," and sort of like went to walk. You know, we're on a main drag, and then they walk around onto a side street on Queen, off of yeah. Queen Street, around this corner, and there's like a. Um, there's like a, there's construction. You know, there's like that uh, metal railing that they have around construction sites where they'll put their banner inside of it to be like, this yeah. is by form construction or yeah. whatever. Scaffolding so, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, that's next to a building and they sort of walk like towards that and she follows them <laughs> like off of the main street and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, this isn't good. I've obviously got to follow this. This is not ideal. This, my beautiful, wonderful, insane friend. And so I follow her and then all of a sudden, I don't really remember the particulars of this, but... um. I'm inside of like the little, you know, the 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 gap between the construction fence and the building, <laughs> and my friend's not there. And there's just these three guys who I've just um, bought weed from, technically. And yep. then they say, uh, "Give us your phone and your wallet." Oh, you're getting robbed as yeah, well. Yeah, oh, and, and okay. I was like, um, I said, and to my credit, I think this is a pretty cool thing. To, I mean, I was asking for trouble. I said, "Oh, now come on, man, that's my phone and my wallet." And uh, <laughs> and then the guy punched me in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> and then I gave him the phone. I gave him my um, my wallet. And then I was like, "Can I please keep my phone?" And he was like, he picked up a cinder block and like threw it into the wall against me. And yeah, so I, the phone. I gave him the phone. Yeah, and then I got punched again. And then um, and then they ran away. And then man, that's so funny uh, to think that no one in New Zealand has guns, so they're yeah, just yeah. throwing concrete yeah, around. Yeah. That's the equivalent. That's the New Zealand equivalent of shooting at your feet in the yeah. old Wild it, West. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it worked. It was scary. I gave you yeah, to it. I couldn't get the phone out of my pocket, yeah. pocket fast enough. Yeah, get my attention. <laughs> and then, I mean, to you know, but even, even this story. So then we went, we went to the police. I mean, what the fuck were we doing? We were so pissed. <laughs> I and then they were like, "You shouldn't try to buy weed." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and then anyway, I had a date the next night, and I um, obviously had a black eye, and uh, I had no wallet and no phone, <laughs> but I was still going on the date, and I met up with this person, and you we went. I love that confidence. And I was like, "We'll just go for a walk." <laughs> And we went for a walk and there was an open home and we went into, as part of the date, this is like the most creative, best date yeah. construct I've been on. We went Free into booze. the open home, first date, and we're role-playing as though we were a couple who were interested in oh, buying nice, a house. Nice. And it was a super cool, like, you know, that was a great... Did you get to smooch this lady? We smooched, yeah, we smooched for a while afterwards. Nice. nice. Man, that's see, the fucking... Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. You can never like don't swim against the rip, man. You gotta go yeah, with it sometimes. Yeah, you gotta move like, towards the fear, take yeah. those hallucinogens, yeah, figure out what's bothering you. You really exactly <laughs> can't. You got handed lemons and turned it into pussy, dude. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sweet citric pussy. <laughs> Tastes like lemons. <laughs> 
Man, that is a that is a great way to turn it around to being a yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, it still sucked. Obviously, I hated yeah. I hated yeah, getting mugged. I hated getting yeah, but that's punched life, in the though, face. You know? Yeah, and, and you had life. a tiny bit of weed to smoke the next mm. day. It was it wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> Barely touched the sides. <laughs> this weird thing where there used to be these weed droughts in Auckland, where it was. I mean, you know, it's not it used that, to happen in summer in Brisbane like, every year. Where to get all of a sudden yeah. you don't know where to get weed, and then we had this fucking referendum. I mean, this mug, this was a mug off for the whole country. We had this referendum, yeah, and uh, it was when did the vote at our last election, and you, you know, shut the bed on that one. Totally shut the bed by like point seven of a percent because all these. Fucking religious zealots were campaigning up and down the countries, you know, just freaking everyone out. And um, I guess not. And also, I don't think the I don't think the drug dealers wanted to vote. You know, yeah, it's I mean, a, they're losing industry, yeah. and so there's. But it's know. like drug dealers; they should just be like, look, you guys can just run shops now. Like, look, yeah, you, you're yeah. weed dealers. We get it. Just yeah. do this properly now. But we, uh, our prime minister Jacinda Ardern was like, um, you know, we're going to vote, and um, I'm not. Gonna, you know, everyone was like, hey, what you, how are you going to vote on the referendum? And, and she's like, ah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to tell you that. And then, <laughs> and then it lost, and she's like, I voted yes, by the way. And I was like, what the fuck? If you're going to tell us anyway, say it beforehand yeah. so you can use your power. Like, yeah. you know, if I would, if she didn't say anything, I'd be like, fine. You wanted to keep your hands clean, but sure. to say it afterwards, really, yeah, yeah, that's you can't that have that. shit me. Yeah, yeah, that is not have that. Yeah. Like, because now, you know, it's the same, you know, we're still vulnerable to the great weed droughts because you can't go to a shop and buy it. Yeah, totally. It fucking, it just drives me nuts that you can't just go and buy it. Like It's like taking the, the alcohol percentage off of beers and you go to buy a beer and you're like, how strong is this? And they're like, oh, this is the beer I yeah. sell. And you're like, well, you should regulate that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're just a cherub in Adelaide, but what the <laughs> fuck do I know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was you saying? Make that check out to Mr. Creature. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to Queenstown in New Zealand and wanting to smoke weed so badly. And it was like, it's a snowboarding town. It's like, you guys are definitely smoking weed. Yeah. It's like, do you have any weed? And they were like, nah. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. They, well, like, I'm not a cop. Some of them did. Yeah, you don't look like a cop at yeah. all. I would sell you weed in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Although actually, do you know what? There is an alternative universe. You who is a cop? I like, was much fatter, and I I may have been just like dressed like a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just smoking weed, huh? I was shining a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, yeah. the guys got any yeah. ickies? Yeah, yeah. The flashlight's always a turn. You guys on the weird stuff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to carry on a mag light as well. I thought it was a great conversation yeah. starter, but it turned a lot of people. Like I, so, I, yeah, yeah. I certainly didn't look like a snowboarder. I walk up to people and say, I hear the eyes of the window to the soul, and then I shine my torch right in their fucking eyes. They hate it. <laughs> so I've been punched in the face twice. <laughs> Dude, getting punched in the face sucks so much. Yeah, I hated that. Mm. And you know, Were you a bully in high school? Mm. Uh, I didn't think so, but with hindsight, probably to some people. Yeah, awesome. I think that's everyone, right? Uh, yeah, mostly people who were different from me. You know, yeah. I was yeah. I was a bigot. Uh, yeah, not, not in an aggressive way, but just in an inevitable way. I went to a uh, like an Anglican private all boys school in Christchurch, which was like the most white conservative place in New Zealand. <laughs> oh yeah, and you so bullied people out of a car I was window. In, I was inside of yeah, I was inside of a very uh, intensive bubble of like privilege yep. and total obliviousness <laughs> to anything beyond yep. like how gilded our life was. <laughs> and uh, I still had a good spirit; like I wasn't a bad guy, but yeah. I was not a leader, and so I would follow and uh, yep. you know, and occasionally to to blend in initiate but oh. it was nothing um 
It know, was to get lost. Nothing, nothing illegal and nothing born of hate, but certainly I made life worse for some people, I'd say. Yeah, funny. Yeah, you can, that sounds that, funny. You don't have to apologize. No, I, yeah, don't, I don't. I mean, this is the last podcast you have to apologize I don't think I would or. apologize for it, but, I, you know, you feel badly. You don't, yeah, I don't, even I, like, you know, when you're laying in bed like at night, you know, don't let this keep you up, though. No, like everyone was no, doing no. the same thing. I don't. I don't let that. I don't let that keep me up. I mostly it's just goddamn half a Dixie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that might yeah, that yeah. might keep you but, up. No, I, 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 yeah, it's interesting because I had, you know, I had these close friends and um, really good friends, and we had a lot of laughs. And I'm still really good friends with some of them. But and there's but there's other people who I was really close friends with who I see from time to. Or, I mean, I'm 33 now, so what it was. I guess we finished 15 years ago. But like, you know, mentally in my mind, I still categorize some of these guys I was best friends with 15 years ago as my best friends now. Yeah. I haven't spoken to them for like a yeah. decade. Yeah. And now I'll meet them and some of them are still, you know, they're adults, but they're still trapped inside of this horrible little bubble of like immense, you know, entitlement and privilege, just totally oblivious to how unlikely yeah. the set of circumstances they were born into are. Yeah. And how Truly it has, my worst nightmare to never develop as a person. Yeah. And they've got but they, so they've got no concept of that. They've got no interest in developing themselves. And it's sort of like, you know, it it's a really um it's horrible. I it, you know, because I'm like <laughs> You know, it's I, I in my heart have love for these people, but they're bad. They're bad. You know, these are like guys I was best friends with. Who are, they're yeah, bad, they're baddies. <laughs> well, their ideals are bad. They haven't. Do they still live very close to where they grew up? Kind of thing. A lot. Yeah, some of them do, and some of them moved to Australia. And I think if you move from, I mean, this is with uh, love and respect to Australia and Australians. <laughs> but if you move yeah. from that situation to Australia and you get surrounded by the Australian version of it, there's a, a hardening that is even more intense than yeah. what's available in New Zealand. Yeah. You're just like gonna the, bigot, get the bigots in this country are fucking A+. Finishing yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. going to get yeah. teased about your accent. Yeah. But you're yeah. still very insular in your privilege. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy to think. Because I did, I did a show one year. I tried to do an hour show where I reflected on all this. And it was like, you know, it was a, it was a good thought. Exp- I was never that happy with the show, but it was a good thought experiment mm. to do. It made me realize I didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> a narrative? So, yeah, my name is Guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> doing that next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to be uh, silly. <laughs> yeah. I, wanna, I don't want to say a damn thing. Mm. I, went I think that's done now, though, right? It does feel like it. Like, there was a real moment. Fucking Hannah Gadsby's got a lot to answer for. Yep. Just because one person did <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, she fucking ruined it. <laughs> so everyone has to go, oh, yeah. I've also got my own version of baggage. It's a lot lighter. It's carry on. But yeah. um, <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can fucking mind that for an hour. <laughs> that's exactly what I tried to do this year. I was like, ah, man, you know what? I'm Indian. Yeah, yeah, but yours and was it, done in a nice way. Like it yours, wasn't, yeah. I was it like, wasn't, I watched it. I was so excited for you to talk about it, but you just kept being like, "Yeah, I'm Indian," and then doing great bits, <laughs> and then you come back, you'd be like, "So I'm Indian." And it's I'm actually, like, you guys remember, I'm Indian, right? It's yeah, actually yeah. way harder than I thought yeah, to yeah. write a. The, to write bi- a narrative. Like, the binding agent of your show was the refrain, "I'm Indian." <laughs> <laughs> that should be your, like Cameron. I'm Indian, Duggan. Yeah, catchphrase. Uh, hard be like, hard to believe that they, it wasn't award nominated, but you know, it's crazy. You can do the Apu voice if you want. You know, like <laughs> that's now, a, I mean, I did mention that. that <laughs> had I had started it twelve years ago, I'd be doing head wobbles yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, you'd be Dash. Yeah, yeah. you'd be a star. Mm. I be, I truly believe I would be, but you know. I'll hammer it now. Yeah, get stuck into it now. I reckon. Yeah, just, forward, get, just get fucking stuck. Look in. forward to stardom in your forties. <laughs> mm. 
Well, that's what I'm like. I'm like, all right, look, there's like maybe four positions for Indigenous people on TV. It's like, all right. So you're just, gonna, you're <laughs> just like, you're so just like, fucking grim. It's the same thing for Indians. It's like, man, he's fighting Dill and fucking Waleed and he's not yeah. taking out Waleed. So it's like, you got to get better shape than Dill and Bola. Yeah. I get it. You know? It's like, it's even worse. You get three <laughs> if you can't cook. You know, Master Chef's excluded. I'm going to be the only alcoholic Muslim on TV. Yeah. <laughs> My man. <laughs> Champion, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a white guy, and uh, you know, historically, huge position of power. And even yeah. now, I mean, I'm not finding a lot of resistance. But I got <laughs> friends who are like, ah, I, wrong time to be a white guy. I'm like, there is no wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually always pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Even now, you know, look at you. We're complaining in a cafe. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I liked hearing that when that like that whole Me Too thing come out, and people being like, poor, tough time to be a fella. And it's like, what have you done? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You've like, done something because, yeah. like, I'm not worried. Like, yeah. you know, it's like yeah, fucking yeah. light these cunts it's up. All, you yeah, tell me, yeah. you tell me which cunts I'm friends with that I shouldn't be friends with. You yeah, let me yeah. know. I'm not worried. All, this yeah. is not a bad thing. All your mates walking around being like, yeah, but we've got to accept the apologies at some point. <laughs> 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 I can't wait to see what you've written. <laughs> There's got to be some fucking yeah. grim shit going out there, like, just walking about, like, you know, in, just in the comedy scene. Oh, there was just too many guys that just got way too vocal about it. I was like, you dob it on yourself, dude. Oh, yeah, clearly. You're trying to get ahead of it. Dude, too yeah. early. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm sitting back being like, man, that guy as well? Fuck. Yeah. Holy shit. Must be nice. Yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. gloating. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could just take it. I would yeah, take yeah. it. Then. You can tell by how ferociously, you know, male comedians were dunking on these six pists. Who is a virgin? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that guy's speaking with the confidence of someone who's had sex with no one. <laughs> well, it's fucking, it's so, you know, the way that, um, the, it's so stupid. The way, I, I'm all for that, obviously, but then the way that we then people start pulling up stuff from 1990, not even like mm. actual criminal behavior, but just like a movie. Yeah. And they're like, and this is fucked. And it's like, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're yeah. all, that, that won an Oscar. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Come after yeah. the Oscar before me. You can me. still watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's. <laughs> I mean, I feel yeah. like that kind of criticism fades away very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for, you know, I'm all for. Um, it's like, yeah, spin your wheels. It's like the TikTok comments, you yeah. know. It's like, hey, yeah, yeah fine. Yeah. My eyes are too close together. Who cares? I think about it all the time. I'm like, man, if I wasn't on Twitter, I would be so much more relaxed. Just because it's like you're hearing everyone, you're hearing the most annoying, articulate people every day. Yeah. And, you know, you sift through it. Probably on balance, it makes you a better <laughs> yeah. person. Like you're mm. more aware of different things that are happening. But broadly speaking, there's just a lot of fuzz inside of a brain that doesn't belong there. Like it's very unhealthy to wake up and see what everyone you know is thinking. You no know what one it, is meant to do that. It's dorks with a platform. Yeah. It's like no one, you would have got bashed for talking for this long. You've just done a 35-tweet <laughs> thread yeah, yeah. and where you just get to articulate why you think Shrek is fucking problematic. Know, yeah, and there's a period where, you know, where I lost not self-confidence but like security of opinion and I'm bouncing between op-eds to be like, well, what do I think? Yeah, you yeah, know? Exa yeah, exactly. I get behind one thing and I'm like, yeah, I think this too and then someone would write a counter-argument the next day and I'd be like, yeah, that was obviously fuck what that guy said yesterday yeah. and I'm like, I've got no agency in yeah. this. Next thing, you, all you do is recycle stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy to be a blindly confident man like I am. But like, <laughs> it's like, dude, if you yelled that out at a comedy show, I'd be like, shut up, cunt. It's a healthy. Who fucking cares? Yeah. It's healthy. 
That's it's you're it's, not getting attention in real what life. What is what is missing from these tweets and this energy is that that vital awareness of how insignificant you know. And it's this is not to prevent altruism or people who want to uh, be you know to be activists in any way. But it's like you know your opinion is as insignificant as anyone else's, and it, it, mm. your whole everything's built around you just yelling it over and over and over again. Of course, that's going to be exhausting for people. I'll tell you what's missing yeah. from my tweets is uh, likes. Yeah, and, I, I tell you what's missing from my tweets is the N-word. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about bringing that back. <laughs> Guy, we've got to get you out of here. You've got a gig to go to. Oh, fuck. Oh, wow, that happened so fast. Yeah, that is very quick. Um, thank I you g- so much for listening. I can stick, if, if you want to edit that out, I can stick around for another 15 minutes. Oh, sick. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm not on, I'll just text someone, but I'm not on till 10.30, I don't think. Oh, sick. Yeah, we can absolutely keep mm. going then. That's great. I'm going to come to the store with you, so we'll get an Uber and oh, head yeah, over there. Yeah, great. I, I'm going to get a DD. I, d- I mean, I'll pay for the Uber. Well, I'll pay for the DD. We'll see which one's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> it is coming down out there, dude. What, are you going to get a fucking a DD with a guy, a three-person bicycle? We're all going to get drenched. I got no I got no idea. I mean, I, I this, this is – I've been mugged off by Uber – I uh, I registered. I actually can't even articulate it, and it's so boring and annoying. But basically, my Uber think I've got a, an expired American credit card tethered to my Uber, and when yep. I try to change it, they go, "Ah, you're 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 in the wrong country to change this setting." And I'm like, "Well, I can't do anything about that." So I've not had Uber for like three years. I've just not been able to use Uber. And then tonight was the night where I was like, I had to get from the gig to here to do this podcast, and I was like. I'm gonna, oh yeah, Didi fucks and you I downloaded, Didi's the worst. I downloaded Didi and it, it worked, but the guy dropped me like, I was like, we're going here. And then he dropped me like <laughs> one kilometer down the road. He said, no, we're going here. Dude. So when I messaged you and I was like, I'm eight minutes late because I was jogging down the road to get here. <laughs> oh man, and you weren't even panting. I'm really fit. I run all the time. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I walk up the stairs. I'm like, give me a, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I love it. I went for a big run yesterday morning. It was like the most beautiful thing I did. I woke up. This is why I love Sydney. I woke up, I ran down to the Opera House, and then I ran all through the Botanical Gardens, checking on old Mrs. Macquarie. Yep. Looking up her skirt. Yeah, have you ever? To. She's always sitting down. <laughs> have you ever looked at the – when? You, have you been to the Botanical Gardens a few times? Uh, yeah, but not, never with probably – like never – Always incidentally, never as the activity. There is a big, uh, like a sort of a lake or a pond or whatever there. And if you read the sign on it, it says that there's eels in that pond. Mm. But somehow (laughs) the eels get from that pond across the ground to the other pond. So there's just at night time. In wet weather? Presumably, presumably, yeah. well, that, I think that's what it says on the sign. Again, uh, there's a there's a an urban waterfall on my running route in Auckland, and like two days ago, I stopped to read the sign, and they're talking about the biodiversity of what is in the waterfall, and they're like, you know, there's some protected species of fish and eel in here, and the baby eels are fucking mobile. <laughs> These guys are like, you think they're in this pond, and then it rains, and all of a sudden they're like. <laughs> fucking one kilometer up the stream, and that's free. You know, like imagine going for a run and slipping on an eel. Oh, 
Man, imagine being in England, just being like, man, just well, tomorrow we could be somewhere else. You know, else. one thing I admire about like, Australia has always been the incredible array of natural predators that you have in your yeah. wildlife. We have got the most piss-weak bunch of cucky animals who are just <laughs> begging to be killed. Yeah. Our native bird. Yeah, the country ki- full of venison. Yeah. Our, our native bird, the kiwi, is like, you, this is how non-under threat it's been its entire life. It has evolved to be flightless <laughs> and blind. And nocturnal. What a sort of fucking blind animal. Yeah. Knows. And, and gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is still a, doesn't get bad. A fucking layup to a cat or something, you know, like. And like, you know, and we just fucking, I don't know, we never, however long ago we chose it as our native animal. And now it's like, understandably, dying. And we're all being like, we've got to protect it. It's, yeah. like, it's trying to tell us something. It can't do anything. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to keep everything alive. <laughs> we put this on a flag 30 years ago. Yeah. Now we got to look after this thing. It's fucking. <laughs> it's like, good lord, fucking, what's her name? The um, dumb, blind, deaf, and dumb girl? Helen Keller. It's like Helen Keller. It's like this thing. Is, yeah, yeah. You know. I had a joke I used to say, uh, <laughs> what do you guys think of Helen Keller jokes? <laughs> and then everyone would be nervous. And I'd say, yeah, I don't really like her sense of humor either. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad bit of wordplay. Yeah, yeah. I fuck around with words. You do have the best vocabulary I reckon I've heard. No, no. Truly? Yeah. I know a lot of dumb guys. I get stuck in revolving doors. Yeah, You You take movie recommendations from butchers. (laughs) (laughs) Used to. (laughs) Not anymore. Still bad about it. To be fair, the vocabulary, I'm lucky. That was uh, one of the, you know, one of the, the pieces of value I could extract from my insane um, high school, you know, like my high school experience was like they use words that are unnecessary. Yeah. And then I, you just, as an adult now, I cherry pick unnecessary words and put them into very simple <laughs> concepts. And it's like, that's a way that I can be funny. Okay, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty smart fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he talking about dog shit over here? Yeah, but it's fun. that's one of the fun things of comedy is uh, is choosing words. Some yeah. words are funnier than other words. Totally. Yeah, I always like. I've always wanted to say waylaid in a set, but I've never said waylaid. Well, like when you've had heaps of roots on a weekend, you got waylaid. Yeah, I got waylaid. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> but you can't get waylaid on your way to get waylaid. Where it's like <laughs> you're on your way to have heaps of roots, and then you get distracted. <laughs> I mean, this is the bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're workshopping bits. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think. Uh, yeah. Please. Um. I. I mean, I like uh, Norm Macdonald has the best words. He's the best comedian ever, and he I just pretty much copy him. Yeah, great. That's the I approach. Mean, and yeah. then, you know, like, obviously, I, you copy everyone when you start, and you just keep copying people until your own uh, voice comes through the middle. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the guy who I'm still like, God damn it, that guy. I can't wait till there's a bunch of Cameron Duggins out there. Fucking A. Just being like, nah. That's the crazy thing about going for a while, though, like 10 years or whatever, and you see all of your mates, you see all the open mic comics are now just doing versions of your mates and stuff, and you're like, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, isn't that wild? Like, and living in America, you know, like you could see the pipeline of like, you know, you could, it was a crazy pipeline where you could see exactly what people were doing. And there's just so many, you know, like the best yeah. comedians in the world are in America. And the, like the very, literally the top percent of comedians in the world are nearly all American. And then like the top, the rest of the top 10%, like the next 9% are all good. And then the drop off is crazy. Then you've got like 
So many of the worst comedians you'll see in your life are just out <laughs> doing gigs in America. Oh, it's just the most com- confident psychos. And so confident. And they sound like what a comedian's meant to sound like. And so yeah. you're like, when I first moved to New York, the first um, open mic I did, I went to a pay, this is a, I mean, a series of bad decisions, <laughs> 3 p.m. in the East Village in Manhattan, pay $5 to get up. I go, it's, you know, it was the day after I arrived. It was, I yep. went on some forum and I found this show and I was like, you know, you got to just fucking plunge in. And I go, I pay $5, I sit in this room and there's like, you know, 35, 40 comedians in this room and we're all and we're watching the show and everyone gets four minutes or something and I'm watching all these people go up and they're all dog shit and everyone's bad, you know, and then they're like guys with big confident energy yeah, yeah, yeah. coming into the room like late. I've been there for an hour now, you know, like 15 people have been up or 10 people or whatever have been up. And uh, these other guys come in, they're getting up the line, they're up the line, and then all of a sudden, two and a half hours have passed. I've been sitting in this room, I'm the most depressed. You know, I'm like <laughs> miserable. And uh, there's three people left in the room, and I'm one of them, and the host is the other one. <laughs> and I do the, you know, I paid $5, I'm going to do the set. And I do my set. You had to pay to do the set? Yeah, I paid $5 Crazy. to do that. Crazy. And I, I, eat, I eat it completely. Obviously, there's yeah. two other people in yeah. the room, and neither of them care. Yeah. One guy's got your money and at already. The, at the end, like, while well, I'm still holding, I'm holding a microphone. It's embarrassing, but I'm holding a microphone. <laughs> and I say, uh, look, you know, I just want you guys to know, I flew here, I moved here from New Zealand, you know, like, I, uh, I got here yesterday. First show I've done here, paid $5, sat in a room for two and a half hours, watched a bunch of people just come and go as they please. And I just want to say, I'm living the dream. This is what I came, you know, being a bit of an asshole, <laughs> I'm living the dream. This is what I came here for. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Money well spent. And then sat down. And the host was like, he just got up, took the microphone off me, and looked me square in the eyes. He was like, yup, well, welcome to New York, bitch. <laughs> 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 oh man, so disrespectful. <laughs> you have been mugged off. You've just blacked it out. Do you know yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, knowing that you were coming on, thinking about how you went to New York and you moved back because you'd met your lovely partner. Yeah. And you were like, fuck being in New York. I'm going back to New Zealand. Yeah. That was just like not long before. COVID well, yeah. hit. I moved. Imagine if you stayed and Dude, were just locked in New York. You can't believe how much I thought about that in 2020. I moved back. So I moved back in December 2019. And I was Fuck, so I, close. I was so lucky. If, if, uh, I was living with uh, like my best friend in New York and we drove. We planned it out. And we had another friend who was going to come over and drive, do the drive with us from New York to L.A., and he got turned. He got mugged off by U.S. Customs. He'd been. He'd like gone and taken some photos in Iraq in like 2013, and he put one thing wrong in the um like the visa, the Esther visa application or whatever. And it, he got like he was about to step onto his flight from LAX to JFK, and he got tapped by a customs officer and taken away. Like they took his shoelaces out of his shoes, set him down in a room for a night, and were wow. like turned him around, put him on a plane home. But anyway, we still did the drive. And I, but I moved home to to, uh, to New Zealand to be like to be with Chelsea. But also, I was like, well, I'll be based here. Like, this is a good way to stabilize the relationship, and I'll still travel for work. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, um, instead, I just got like locked into a house for two years. And so it was not what I, you know, like I was very I've happily re- moving back to be in love, but got all of the agency of like you know the other half of what I was hoping to do taken away. Because I remember talking to you about it and being like, man, do you think there's maybe part of why you wanted to come home was because you'd met your partner so you 
didn't want to be, and you were like, yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> a, that's a, just like I thought I was being quite insightful at the time. <laughs> well, I mean, and you were just like, yeah, dude. Oh, I mean, dude. that's. But you were. I mean, you, your insights were exactly why I that did it. That is the entire reason I moved yeah, home. Yeah. And then a fucking global pandemic happened. I know. And like, if I'd been, you know, because you basically, you, you know, when I made the choice, it was like either I, I move home to, to be in love, and if it works out, that's great. And if it doesn't, well, that's going to be back. annoying, but yeah. I'll go back. I, and, you know, if I don't, I'm just in New York City, like wondering what the fuck would have happened if I yeah. moved home with no work. Oh, dude, no imagine mate. if you stayed and yeah. you were just fucking in one of the most intense and then the most shit, the most sheepish return to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. like, I've been thinking about it longer, and actually, I think we should give this a go. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, nothing it's to do with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I've actually married a different guy called my. My Gomery. Gomery. Yeah, his spoonerized version of me. <laughs> it was Lane, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, guy, man, good to see you. Why are you here? Go to New Zealand comedy. Who is it? <laughs> Lane, uh, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> Guys, we're going to pull up stumps so you can get to this gig on time. Guy, thank you so much. Have oh, you got man. anything to plug? You got some oh, gigs coming up? Your podcast? Um, I got a podcast, the worst idea of all time. It's really fun. We're on a Substack. Which is you know Patreon. It's we left Patreon to go oh, to yeah. Substack. I mean, you'd have to be pretty hardcore to just fucking not know a thing and join the Substack. But if you like listen to it, it's pretty funny. You can Google me there. What are you, what are you guys videos. watching at the moment? Uh we're we're in between se- in between seasons. We've got a project called Killionaire. We used to do this Patreon only thing called Killionaire, which was just this like improv podcast built around the premise that we're going to fundraise a. Um, we're going to help make one of the richest men alive become a trillionaire. And as soon as they cross the trillion dollar threshold, we'll murder them and disperse their funds equally amongst <laughs> everyone in, on the planet. This. Oh, yeah. And so we had that. And then we we did like a full a year's worth of those mini Patreon episodes. And then we took it to our listeners and we set up a public. We said, if you've got pitches, we're going to host a killionaire. And so we get two listeners on a call and they'd pitch their ideas against each other and we choose a winner. And so right now we're, Releasing the yep. episodes we recorded with our listeners, and then in every episode there's a winner, and then there's going to be like twenty winners or whatever, and then we're going to put it to a vote for the top two, and then they'll do another podcast. Jesus, I know it's you fucking, guys are really podcasting though. Like we are podcasting. Yeah, it's mostly Tim. I'd like to show up and be funny, and Tim's <laughs> like a fucking, you know, he's yep. he's galaxy braining it. He's a beautiful mind sort of. We thing. are not yeah. galaxy. Yeah, man, we're the we're the opposite. Yeah, but I mean, this we're is a, Earth this brains is a over here. I'm just fucking. We're just hanging out. Yeah, having, it's a hang. Having know. a beer, shooting the shit, shooting drinking the beers. Shit. Yeah, life's good, yeah. man. Like I was um not on edge, but when I got here from the show, I was sort of like you know I was I was going through yeah. my checklist. Oh, this fucking whole now thing. I'm relaxed. Yeah, take it. You got that Dexy in your belly. Yeah, I got so. a Dexy. I got a Dexy in my belly. And you're a, not hungry no more. <laughs> I, I'm truly not hungry. I should be. I got to eat. <laughs> you yeah. got to eat. Take the other half, baby. You'll <laughs> yeah, see through yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, you'll see through comedy. Thank you so much for mm. listening. Uh, if you like the podcast, as always, please recommend it to other people. Um, sign up to the Patreon because we would love to have your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get. Hey, fucking podcast listeners, you don't realize that makes a world of difference. You got to get on the Patreon if you got the spare change. Get on the Patreon. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah. don't, then you know you're just missing out. But shit, we'll have you on the show, man. We just had a couple of Patreon listeners on. Yeah, yeah. do that. Uh, sign up to the the uh, follow the Instagram page Mugoff sixty nine. There's a Mugoff Facebook group. Uh, follow that we'd love to have you Guy thanks again so much for coming in thanks for having me have you got shows coming up that you want to plug 
I don't know when this is getting released. Two weeks? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, if you're in New Zealand, if you can New catch Ze- Guy. Yeah, around. yeah. Just you can if you look me up on um, if you go to guymontgomery.co.nz, any information you want will be there. There you go. Nice. Thank you so much for coming in. We love you. We'll catch you next week. That's the bottom.